So uh, today's reading is taken from Isaiah chapter 53, and it's just verses 10 to 12. Yet it was the Lord's will to crush him and cause him to suffer. And though the Lord makes his life an offering for sin, he will see his offering and prolong his days, and the will of the Lord will prosper in his hand. After he has suffered, he will see the light of life and be satisfied. By his knowledge, my righteous servant will justify many, and he will bear their iniquities. Therefore, I will give him a portion among the great, and he will divide the spoils with the strong, because he poured out his life unto death and was numbered with the transgressors. For he bore the sin of many and made intercession for the transgressors. Thank you, Colin. So this morning we're finishing off our plan, our Christmas topics, and um, the last talk this morning is entitled, The Plan. And we all know about plans, don't we? We've all had plans, we've all made plans. My most recent plan was Christmas dinner. There's a set time it has to be ready for. There's lots of shopping to do in advance. There's recipes to find. Some dishes I make and put in the freezer. Um, and it's important for there to be plenty of food and all the family's favorites. My plans don't always guarantee success, however. And no sooner had the words Dinner is ready, everyone. Come and sit up at the table. When I saw my winter root mash with buttery crumb, still frozen, smirking at me from the counter, it could have been a lot worse. So like our Heavenly Father, we make plans when something is important to us. When we have an aim or a purpose that needs a bit of preparation. So what about God's plan? Well, he has an outcome in mind. And he has an important purpose that he wants to achieve. So let's go back to the beginning. I'm reading from John's Gospel, chapter 1. In the beginning was the word... And the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. So everything we know about or can see in our universe today, galaxies, stars, planets, moons, asteroids, comets, None of those things existed in the beginning. God's plan was to create all of that from nothing. 
1927, a Catholic priest named George Lemaitre, who also happened to be the most brilliant mathematician, physicist, and astronomer, had an idea. And his idea, he suggested a long, long time ago, the universe started as a single point. And from that single point, it started to expand and grow and still is expanding and growing today. Now, that idea, of course, has now been known as the Big Bang Theory. And some astronomers use it to explain how the universe was created from nothing. Arno Penzias is another physicist, and he won the Nobel Prize for Physics not that long ago when he discovered cosmic microwave background radiation, which is believed to be the kind of aftershock, the echo, if you like, of the Big Bang. Now, the Big Bang theory is just that. It's just a theory. And some astronomers don't think it fits all our observed facts all the observations that we can see. But just listen to what Arno Penzias says. He said, astronomy leads us to a unique event, a universe which was created out of nothing and delicately balanced to provide exactly the conditions required to support life. In the absence of an absurdly improbable accident, the observations of modern science seem to suggest an underlying, one might say, supernatural plan. And he goes on to say, the Bible talks of purposeful creation. What we have, however, is an amazing amount of order. And when we see order in our experience, it normally reflects purpose. So we have a supernatural plan that reflects purpose. Reading from Psalm 19, just a verse from the beginning. The heavens declare the glory of the Lord. The skies proclaim the work of his hands. Day after day they pour forth speech, and night after night they reveal knowledge. So do take some time to go and look at those stars at night time. See the heavens declaring the glory of God, a supernatural plan reflecting God's purpose. So God's plan seems to go a very long way back. And in John's Gospel, he records for us a prayer that Jesus said just before he was arrested that seems to push the clock back even further. Let me read you that prayer. Jesus was praying for all of us believers, and he said, Father, I want those you gave me to be with me, right where I am, so they can see my glory and the splendor you gave me, having loved me long before there was a world having loved me long before there was a world. So long before the universe was created, before time, we might say, 
God loved his son, Jesus, as part of that loving trinity. So in the very beginning, there was the loving trinity and there was the plan. But there's still another important factor to consider. Paul in Ephesians says, even before he made the world, God loved us and chose us in Christ to be holy and without fault in his eyes. God decided in advance to adopt us into his own family by bringing us to himself through Jesus Christ. This is what he wanted to do, and it gave him great pleasure. So now we begin to glimpse the greatness and the immensity of God's plan. In fact, the word plan seems ridiculously small um, if you think of what God has in mind. And we are a part of it. From the very beginning, we are part of the plan. God set everything in motion so that we could be with him, a part of a loving relationship, adopted by God and acceptable to him. So if this morning anyone here is feeling overlooked or insignificant, you could not be more mistaken. God chose you before the beginning of time. He had you in mind, and his plans include you. They include all of us. Each one of us is unique. In the whole of time, there'll be, never be another person like you. And we each have a unique part to play in his plan. And it's so important that we keep asking our Heavenly Father what our role is. And it's a good idea each day just to check with him what he's planned for us to do today, how we can use our special gifts and talents to fulfill his plan. So let's just look back at our reading from Isaiah this morning that Colin read to us. And I just want to pick out two sentences, and I'm reading them from the contemporary English version. The Lord decided his servant would suffer as a sacrifice to take away the sin and guilt of others. He did everything the Lord had planned. So as Isaiah prophesied, in order for us to be redeemed, to be bought back, Jesus had to pay the price. So Jesus agreed to do what the Father asked of him, to become human, to be born again on that Christmas morning, and to come and live among us. No privileges, no royal postcode, but he had a message of hope and redemption for everyone that would listen to him. He knew what he had to do, and he knew that it was the sacrifice the Father needed in order to take away our sin and guilt. 
So Jesus went willingly to the cross to experience the separation from his father that sin causes. He defeated death, appeared again to his disciples, and prepared them for the way ahead. All our mess, all our sins, he took on as his own. He stood in the dock in our place. What a savior. What a model of love for us. We have been made righteous in God's eyes because of what Jesus did for us. Jesus did everything the Lord had planned. Now, if this morning you've never asked Jesus into your heart as your Savior, if you want to take up your part in his plan, then please speak to one of us this morning before you leave. Jesus did everything the Lord had planned. But if you think I have finished this morning, um, the plan is still unfolding. Let me just read to you from Revelation. God will make his home among his people. He will wipe all fears from their eyes, and there will be no more death, suffering, crying, or pain. These things of the past will be gone forever. Then the one sitting on the throne said, I am making everything new. Write down what I have said. My words are true and can be trusted. God cannot lie. And his promises will never fail. He promised a new earth where we can be with him forever. Let's trust God Let's trust in the awesomeness of his plan because we believe the best is yet to come. Let us pray. Thank you for your plan, Father. A plan that is so totally beyond what we can fully understand or comprehend. Thank you, Jesus, that you stood in our place and you took all our sins onto yourself as a sacrificial lamb. Thank you too for the Bible where you have laid out your plan for us to read and to glimpse its awesomeness. As we travel into this coming year, help us to keep our hearts and minds focused on doing our part in your plan being ready to say yes to you and trust you totally. We believe the best is yet to come. Amen. just to have some time to just remember that sacrifice remember that plan because God loves us so much he put that plan that each one of us has stood here for his purpose for a reason and he had to go through that sacrifice
just been reminded of the micro and the macro, the macro that God is an awesome God who created everything, the universe, the stars, and has a plan and a purpose for all creation. But also the micro, that within that God has a plan and a purpose for each of our lives. And as we start this new year, you might be here this morning and maybe there's a decision or some wisdom you need to find God's plan and God's purpose for your life. If that's you here this morning, then God God has an amazing plan. You know, life's not like a maze where we have to try and work out what we're called to do. God gives wisdom to all without finding fault. And he longs for you to walk in his ways. And if you're here this morning, you just like some prayer for some wisdom or guidance so you can start to work out what that might look like for your life, for your family, for your work, what God's plan is for you this season. Feel free just to come to the front and myself, Gillian or Shirley, we'd love to pray for you. Just feel free to step forward. and We thank you, Lord, that you have an amazing plan for each one of us here today to use our gifts, our calling, our skills, our experiences, but also new things for each one of us. And if you just like some prayer for that, please feel free to come to the front as we continue to worship now.